On this episode of The Fab, I'm joined by guest host and my best friend Amanda, and we chat about the generations of charmed casts feuding online, the importance of voting locally, and if bottoming really is masculine after all. I hope that's the very first thing that I picked up. Um, so, we are recording. This is your very first episode. Yeah. So, I want to, I guess, introduce you. Um, we have a very special guest co-host today. Hi, hi. Um, this is Amanda. Hi. She has been... Hate. <laughs> She's been hated by me for so long. Um, How many consecutive years now? So we've known each other. Pre-teens. I mean, at this point, Mm -hmm. we're going on 15 years, 16 years, somewhere around there. I feel like you're showing our age right now. Somewhere between like 15 and 20 years is how long we've actually known each other. Um, yeah, probably 15, I would say, because preteen years, I would say at least like 13-ish. Excuse me. So, and then we've been best friends for... Eight or nine now? Yeah. Um, so... Oh my gosh, our friend anniversary is coming up. Remember, it's in October. No, it was in September. We missed it. (laughs) Are you sure? I'm I'm checking my calendar. You liar. I'm pretty sure it was the end of September. No, it's the end of October because we're witches. Ha! October 25th, baby. Why do I always think it's the end of September? Because you don't listen. That's true. (laughs) Um, So you're filling in for Lauren today. Um, First, we want to definitely just say, like, Lauren's going through a lot right now. Um, anybody that follows her on Twitter or social media knows that she had a home fire and she had to move and it's been a lot. So obviously if you want to send her well wishes, please do. Dick pics. I mean, I don't know what she's, what she's looking for right now. Don't unsolicitedly send them to her unless she she listens to this and says, there I go. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So she's obviously going through a lot. She's really busy with the move right now. I talked to her yesterday. um, Poor Peach. And she is. I didn't even know. Still in so many boxes. I've been that I haven't even seen that on social media, and I obviously follow her on everything. Yeah. So it's been a lot. So um, that's why you are here. Wow. So. how you feeling? Feeling good? Feeling nervous? Feeling excited? Feeling pretty excited. Okay. I'm I'm only a little nervous because of my acid reflux. <laughs> I'm nervous you guys will hear it. I hope so. <laughs> ASMR. Um, Medical ASMR. So, what? I we, Lauren and I always start off with like. What you been doing this week? What's been going on? How's your week been? Where's your mental health at? All right. What's so up? is this like a time thing? Like Grace Helbig? Like a minute? Oh, no. Or just like just... a general, like, <laughs> how you feeling? I feel like it's um, been a very... First of all, Lauren and I today. haven't recorded in a long time. All of the episodes that people have listened Are to pre-recorded. were pre-recorded probably a month or over a month ago. Wow. 
So I feel like a lot has happened. Yeah. And I feel like 2020 just keeps getting worse. Yeah, for sure. Um, feels great outside though. Loving the fall. Um, yeah, I had a really rough mental health day yesterday. As you know, we won't get into that. Um, feeling much better today. I cried a lot yesterday. Um, Sometimes you gotta cry it Yeah, um, and then thankfully I had a therapy appointment this morning, so I had that, and I just... Was it early? Um, it was at 11.30. Okay, and that's doable. Yeah. I always wonder the people that are like the first appointment of the day, like, Joe, I just had my coffee. I can't listen to you cry about your mom right oh, now. Oh, yeah, no. I've never had therapy first thing in the morning. I feel that's like... so much. Stephanie would um, change her number. shout out to stephanie um fun fact my therapist (laughs) speaking of um i was gonna say speaking of stephanie speaking of therapy i was actually reading um it was like a buzzfeed article about the like gen z millennials and boomers and the the like social cues that are so vastly different like boomers would be like i went to therapy like whispering to like only their significant other yeah because historically it was a taboo and it still is in a lot of areas and cultures and stuff um like my somali students like their families don't talk about it and especially the ones that are like refugees like you don't talk about your ptsd and things like that like from yeah um so yeah and i mean that's it's 2020 you know and, and i and guess like, so we should preface yeah or I, it's not a preface now <laughs> but i guess we should put that in context you are about to graduate uh-huh. um yes i spent the last 10 years um, <laughs> <laughs> when she says 10 years it's I'm, not I'm, a I'm, joke that's not it's not um a it's, millennial exaggeration. It's That's a fluctuating through yeah. schools and majors. And Absolutely. Um, yeah, so... And bouts of depression. <laughs> that's been since I was eight, though. <laughs> so that's a 20-year. Um, but, no, yeah. So a quick, I guess, little background on me. Originally thought I was going to go to school to be a... What was my first one? Dietitian. And then I was like, mm, too much science, too much chemistry. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I decided, oh, I'm really like into psychology and ish. So school counselor. Um, and then I was like, teacher. I've always loved that. I have teachers in my family. Um, shout out to Grandma Linda. Um, who will never hear this. Absolutely ever in her life. Does not understand. She'll be like a podcast. What is that? I called Facebook and I gave them my social security number. <laughs> Fact. They said they'd get back to me. My grandma. Um, then I was like, oh, epiphany. I'm going through a breakup because at 21, as you know, you guys don't, but um, I called off a wedding. Doesn't everyone... I mean, at I pray to God. Early 20s. <laughs> I feel like... Yeah, got I- engaged at 20, called it off at 21, then was like, hmm, thinking I was having like a midlife crisis, not just realizing like, no, Amanda, you didn't give yourself five minutes to grow up and you shoved it all into one 
moment and then decided like, oh, maybe you should have took a breath and then decided. So long story short, I had an epiphany and was like, I always wanted to be a baker growing up because I'm like obsessed with that ish and went to culinary school. After three months, I hated it and was like, no, my calling is children and teaching. So went back to that, taught K-Prep for four years through an early learning center while like simultaneously trying to finish up my associates, which was supposed to be a two-year degree, which ended up being, it took me five years (laughs) because just all my life, plus just being raised by like a single mother, like I never, you know, just had the... So now you're student teaching. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. And you graduate in the summer? Or is that pushed back? Um, No, I graduate in May. Okay. So, what is that? Early spring-ish? Spring? You said, in is it early May or yeah. late May? Yeah, early May. It's like so then, yeah, that's like spring. Because yeah. I feel like June is summer. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I'm in my final for now. I know I'm going to go back. And, and what's your age range? So, I am the first round at my university. Um, our co- cohort is the first round of students getting certified preschool through fifth because early childhood originally was preschool through third through a university but yeah um i'm terrified of fourth and fifth graders (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah second's my fave i hope that's my plan i hope to teach second um so yeah so it's just been a week of like school and student teaching and mental illness yeah i mean really your life story school teaching mental illness yeah bam 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 bam. it's Uh, a three-part memoir yeah let's mention he said teaching my whole life i'm a virgo so if you know anything about virgos we're just constantly telling other people what to do so and never doing (laughs) what you should be doing no and i don't do anything wrong so don't come at me about it (laughs) (laughs) um so i feel like unless it's ourselves telling ourselves we're wrong (laughs) true i feel like with me i want like it's not even been this week i feel like like i said those episodes i I think i want to end happy on that though real quick um stephanie is amazing i got a lot out and did a lot of self-reflecting and realization so i'm feeling really good right now don't want to put off the vibe that I'm like good because you yeah. were like a shit show last. Oh time. yeah, yeah, absolutely. I was. You have I, the personality I, yeah. type that when you are in when I'm down, I'm down. When I'm and up, no I'm matter. <laughs> and I was trying to explain to you last night because you were like just in your feelings, and I was like, I love you, but nobody. When you are in a mental funk, nobody can make you feel good about yourself. No matter what they do no, or but say. No, I love hearing good things about myself. But you're so, like, you're even, I feel like you're further down that rabbit hole because you're <laughs> like, you're lying. This but is I a like setup. hearing it because. It, I'm like, you're so pretty. And you're like, is it, this a, is this a practical like, joke? Like, Where's the punked cameras? Like, uh, stop it, Amanda. Like, pe- there are people that love you, you know? Yeah. They're willing to take the time to, like. So I think that's why I like that. Because I'm not even like a verbal reassurance type of gal. Like that's not even my love language. And it's not even high up on my list. I think it's like fourth. And um, I think you need to retake that test. Yeah. F you. You know mine is quality time. <laughs> Spend all the time with me. Please. Um, no. I. Yeah. I just. 
I just like really needed it. I just, oh my gosh. I felt like almost like a toddler that's like figuring out their feelings and just crying and just like <laughs> needing somebody to sit there and be like, it's okay, calm down. <laughs> I feel like since. But yeah, I'm feeling super good, feeling really, like I said, like I self-reflected a lot with Stephanie. Um, I went, like, kind of got some techniques from her today when I'm, like, feeling like that. Like, things to ask myself because I'm a task person and you know this. I need tasks. I need to check off boxes. I need to be like, okay, to-do list is done. Right. And so she helped me kind of with some mental sort of checkoffs, like, when I'm feeling that way. And I was like, that really, I feel like, will help me feel like I have a control over it. So. Yeah. I'm feeling good. It's. (laughs) So my. Since we last recorded, because mm-hmm. I always say this week, because we, since it's, it's like week, the last it's time weekly, it but yeah. since I guess anybody has heard, I feel like it's been, I got like very stressful at one point for me to the point where I was like, I, what having, just like everything was so stressful and like, I felt like I was on such edge, like between mm-hmm. like work and just like the news and everything going on and then I was just like you know what I gotta do what I gotta do (laughs) and that's Mountain Dew um (laughs) do the do (laughs) no I just like sort of had a day where I was like you know what stop letting everything get to you and look Mountain Dew's gonna sponsor now I wish (laughs) um speaking of what could possibly oh, be? listen. Speaking of Mountain Dew. Not only did Taco Bell get rid of all their potato stuff for me. Which has also happened since we last recorded. Taco Bell completely changed the menu. Yeah. I think they took cinnamon twists away too. Yeah. They're getting rid of Baja Blast. Are you kidding me? Iconic. I mean. The drink I, you know, there. Like that is where Baja Blast. That was the only place you could get it. I agree with you. Before they started selling it. I didn't know that they even sold it. Yeah. And it was years. I mean, years. We were definitely graduated from high school and probably at least a few years out before they started selling it. So here's the tea. Baja Blast tastes like cough syrup. And you can disagree, but but you're wrong. But do I love cough syrup? And But do do, do I think it's iconic? Cough syrup. Yes. Because I think (laughs) when you think Taco Bell, you think it. But I also... I don't know. Maybe they're trying to be. Maybe they're trying to class it up because right now I, I don't think. I know, but I need you to know. I how think microwaved quesadillas <laughs> and Mountain Dew. And sometimes <laughs> microwave quesadillas can hit, but. When I ate meat, their quesadillas hit. But I know that it was the sauce. I don't know what the sauce is, but they it's like their own recipe. The chicken quesadillas. Mm-hmm. Those are that really good. Sauce. That, it's some sort of. It has the. Like Monterey and Pepper Jack, which gives it that sort of... Do you know what I miss? Mm. So, we used to have a 7-Eleven, and I miss the Monterey Jack taquitos from 7-Eleven. Do you remember those? I don't think I ever had those. Oh my gosh, they're so good. And then they have, like, a spicy one that I can't... Mm. I can't place right now, but it was also so good. 7-Eleven taquitos. And they... (laughs) Like, it was like one day, all of the 7-Elevens in our area just shut down. And it's like, 
hundreds of miles to find one now. And I'm not going to I'm not going to drive 100 miles to eat a $2 taquito. I maybe one weekend when I'm bored, but honestly, you could probably order them online now. You can get everything online these days. I mean, but would I want it? Is it going to be the same? I don't know. I don't have a rolling machine to roll my taquitos in for 8 hours. I want the taquito that's been there for a good four hours. Oh, you want them stale. Yeah. Also, have you ever made taquitos in the microwave? It stinks. Okay, I need to make a confession. This whole time I kind of forgot what taquitos are. You don't know what a taquito is. No, I do. And that's my confession. It just hit me what they are. This whole time I was thinking combos. (laughs) Combos are foul. (laughs) No, but listen... I'm pretty sure like Speedway has taquitos. I see them all the time because when you said rolling, but is thing, it the same? I don't know. You have Probably to try not. them. Seven Eleven. You're the, you're the taste buds that know. Do you remember the ice cream? Mm-hmm. The animal. What was it? Circus animal ice cream. Ugh. I miss you. Um. <laughs> so I feel like I don't know. I'm just like enjoying the fall, enjoying yeah. spooky season. Yeah. Been watching lots of scary movies. Love spooky season. Really enjoying Have you any news. The good AMC Halloweens. Because you know AMC every year like runs like mm-hmm. all of the like vintage Halloween movies. Mm-hmm. Um, have I seen any I new ones? Um, I did watch The Babysitter Killer Queen. Um, it's a sequel to The Babysitter. It's on Netflix. Oh, okay. I don't know if you've ever seen the first one. No, but I know what it is. It was, the second one was, like, it was funny. Like, I liked the ending. It was a nice little twist. isn't she who shall not be named in the first one? Yeah, Bella Thorne. She's in the sequel as well. Everybody returns. Um, so, I did watch that. Um, I just watched something else. Oh, I just finished, um... The Haunting of Bly Manor. So, yes. And I know that I need to watch. (laughs) Okay. Another thing about me, I am, when I say I have a laundry list, I mean a laundry list of things that I have either. That you'll never do. (laughs) Well, either A, started, stopped, picked up something else. And this is with movies, TV shows, and books. And it drives JT absolutely up the wall. Like, finish it. Commit. Like, he literally, I think that's probably your least favorite thing. I can, I can take a break, <laughs> right? Like if I'm binging a TV series. Yeah. Like Sister, Sister. Yeah. So I never watched that first haunting in. Um, The Haunting of Hill House. Yeah. Which was, I will tell you, a hundred times scarier. Yeah. Terrifying. Yeah, like, and like, I'm so aware of these things and I'm so aware of like when they come out. But when I say I'm always so far behind. And I've always... <laughs> Yeah, I've always... um, Like, I'm that person. The apartments... So, besides my very first apartment and the house that I lived in for two weeks before it burnt down and (laughs) turned into a roasted marshmallow, R.I.P., I've always lived in, like, vintage buildings, like, old buildings. I love that, but watching Hill House... I was living in my downtown studio that was like, 
a very old building. Oh, yeah. And creaky and spooky and ooky. And also our laundry was in the basement. You guys had laundry there? Horrifying. Yes. See, I didn't even know that. Because you refused to go into the basement. It was like a cellar. Wait a minute. I remember. I remember I went past like one door with you and I was like, nah, this is where I stopped. Yeah, it was terrifying. Yes. So oh. that was a... Yes, so. it was like a cellar because the stairs were in the back and they like went down mm-hmm. like some Dorothy Annie Am stuff. Yeah. Annie Am, Annie Am. So I, did, I just finished Bly Manor. I don't think that it was nearly as scary, but I did cry at the finale. So anybody that has seen it understands it was very emotional. Um... For reasons that I'm not going to talk about because I'm not going to spoil it if you haven't seen it. But if you have not and you're interested, I would say watch it. It's only nine episodes. So it's a pretty easy... I mean, it's a pretty easy thing. I think I got through it in less than a week. Um, Just watch a couple episodes a night or something. Um, I don't think movie-wise I've seen anything new, though. Um... I watched a documentary on Netflix about a man that murdered his wife. Oh my gosh. And his two daughters. American Murder. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something. Okay, because... And this is like... And I was thirsting after the husband. I thought he was so hot. And then I was like, oh, he's the killer. Um, so this is kind of like a throwback. But do you remember when The Staircase came out? I, I don't even know what that is. Oh my goodness. I could not get into it, but I knew of the um like the actual story before it ever came out because it was on like one of the um like podcasts that like Andy listens to. So like when we travel or whatever and he was like, Hey, do you remember this podcast we were listening to? Yada yada yada. Well, the staircase is like that guy murdered his wife and obviously like the oh. staircase was involved. And, and then he there pushed was like her a, down the steps. Yeah, there was like I bird know feathers. He tried to say like an owl. Did they turn it into in. a movie? I'm pretty sure it was just like a documentary on Netflix. I don't know if I saw the documentary like on Netflix, episodes. but I did see the like, it was like Lifetime or Annie. Somebody did oh, a special Oh, yeah, because it. it wasn't a movie. It was like episodes and I could not get into it. It was so boring. But like the story itself was really interesting on the podcast and I was like, well, this is a bummer. And again, that was one I started and never finished, so. Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of things that are spooky and ooky and kooky, um, have you been following, this literally just happened this week, have you been following the old charmed versus new charmed, like, feud that has been going on? So, I have not seen any of that, and you know that I haven't seen the new charmed, because they did put it out, right? Because did you watch it? Um, I watched the first... I I gave it a few episodes. I will tell you it's not for me. Yeah. Don't think it's a bad show. Just not for me. Um, yeah. However, people also... I have very different opinions. I love the original Charmed. However, people love the character of Cole on the original Charmed. Mm-hmm. I would prefer to skip that whole... That whole three seasons that he's yeah. on. I hate that character. I hate that storyline. Sue me. Um... <laughs> At me because I have the time on Twitter. Um, so just because it's not for me doesn't mean yeah. that it's not good. Whatever. Yeah. I will also say this. I think it... When the news came out, I was like, mm, I don't know. I watched it. 
I do think it's really, really, really awesome that it's a different kind of witchcraft culture mm-hmm. um, because the characters are, and I correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe it's of Latin descent. Um, so it's like a brujera mm-hmm. kind of witchcraft. If I'm wrong, feel free to at me. But And he doesn't mean that as a, in um, like a fight way. He just means like, please educate Please, me. yeah. <laughs> so, because I only saw the first few episodes. However, they are, th- the three leads are women of color and one yes. of them is a queer character. Yes, which I do I know that about love. the show. Um, so, again, earlier. I never watched it and, you know, I was a growing up watch Charmed kind of gal. So. Yeah. Um, because I think you told me that you prefer Charmed over Buffy. I did, growing up, yeah. I'm curious, though. I feel like if I rewatch them as an adult, I wonder what I'll be more into. Because I growing up, I was a Charmed over... I wasn't exposed to Buffy until I was, like, 16. See, like, I, I, I knew what it was, younger. but yeah. I didn't watch it, so... Yeah. Um, but now I think I would pick Buffy. Well, let's put that on my list of... Things that you'll never watch. <laughs> Things that I love. Need to Simon do. is waiting. Wow! Don't even. Um. I, I forget all the time. Okay, because Hulu. So, anyway, earlier in the week, um, it when the show when the show was announced and they said, "Hey, it's a new cast. It's new people. It's new directors. It has nothing to do with the original. It's just the basic premise." Um. The OG cast um, of Alyssa Milano mm-hmm. and Holly Marie Combs, Rose McGowan, and Shannon Doherty were all sort of, <clears throat> I don't want to say negative, um, but they were not, they didn't have the most positive things to. I guess say about it being remade without them. Um, like the first headline that I'm reading from Deadline in 2018 is Holly Marie Combs slams Charmed reboot plans. Mm-hmm. Um, so I get it, whatever. So I'm trying to find the tweet because Holly Marie Combs. Um, here we go. Holly Marie Combs, um, was like live streaming Mm -hmm. with Rose McGowan, which first of all, I think it's great that they've all remained in touch. I know Shannon Doherty is very separated from them, but they all seem cordial and that's great. Cause I know, yeah, I know a lot of times like women get pitted against each other and sometimes they can feed into that. Yeah. So, um, somebody asked Holly Marie Combs on this live what she thought about the original Charmed being removed from Netflix. Um, and she said, I think that means when you search for it, they want you to find the new Charmed, not the old people. Yeah. Um, I think it's a, I think it's less deep than that. I think it's a rights issue. CBS television owns it. I have no doubt that CBS television is going to upload it to CBS All Access, their own streaming service. Oh, Why I wouldn't imagine. they? Yeah. Um, Rose McGowan said, but it sucks, meaning the show. She said, I can't, just kidding, I can't say that. 
um, because I haven't seen it. Um, I've never seen it. She said, I'm happy that people have jobs, but it can still suck. I don't want to say she meant that it sucks, as in the show. Maybe she meant it sucks that like it's... that happened? Yeah, it sucks that we're not involved in yeah. whatever. Um, Sarah Jeffrey, who is one of the stars of the new charm that's yeah. currently airing on the CW, she said... She retweeted the original video. Somebody recorded right. this section of the live. And she said, you know, I saw this earlier and I refrained from saying anything. I thought better to just let them shout into the abyss. But I do want to say I find it sad and quite frankly pathetic to see grown women behaving this way. I truly hope they find happiness elsewhere and not in the form of putting other down other women of color. I would be embarrassed to behave this way. Peace and love to y'all. So, <laughs> Holly Marie Combs respond, responded to Sarah Jeffries indirectly the next morning and said, that's some bullshit and a lot of it. Clearly, people speaking, excuse me, typing derogatory accusations of a person's character despite overwhelming evidence to the contrary because of a difference in opinions about a TV show is just plain wrong and also personal gain, honey. Wow. Do you have any thoughts right off the bat? Um, I love drama. <laughs> I'm the bitch that says I hate drama, but will be peeking through the cracks of the door like, <laughs> watching it go down. Mm -hmm. I personally hate drama for myself, but I love watching it go down. Um, <laughs> so do you think that but, Sarah Jeffrey's comments about Holly Marie Combs behaving inappropriately and putting down women of color were unwarranted? I definitely agree with the fact that like, I feel like she was way more petty than she should have been. Not Sarah Jeffries. Um, Holly Marie Combs. Yeah, because she wasn't. I felt like she just defended herself. Um, but yeah, I feel like Holly was a bit petty. Also, we know Rose has a history of being petty. Um, but my thing, what I would love is if like they just all sat down and chatted like over, well, it's COVID, so like, I don't know, a Zoom call or something. I don't know do a live I feel and clear the air like red table talk yourselves like don't sit here and go back and forth if you've got some tea like squash it like I'm Alyssa Edwards I ain't got problems let's call me on the phone we'll chat like like seriously I just I think it's so petty and I think especially this show wouldn't have like come about if the original wasn't there you know yeah I so, think, like, I don't know, like, congratulate the newer cast and be like, this was such an amazing experience for me. Like, I hope it is for you, too. Like, I don't know. I just... I think, so... I feel like that's messy. And, I... <laughs> I fully understand. And I feel like being the veterans, like, you shouldn't be like, well, that sucks. I fully understand feeling, um... A little bit hurt that hey I was involved with this for almost 10 years 
I poured my heart into this character but and this thing. also, like, thing. isn't that show business? And not being, in, not being asked to be involved. I understand the hurt mm-hmm. behind that. However, I think you have to acknowledge that this is a new story mm-hmm. that is being told and now little boys and girls of color little queer individuals Mm -hmm. can see themselves in something that's witchcraft it's not just about white ladies casting magical (laughs) spells and sparkles and demons this is something that is embedded in their culture but they've never really gotten to see it realized on a screen so i think and I think after two years of, I do I think that Holly Marie Combs was like coming for anyone? No. Do I think that Rose McGowan was coming for yeah, anyone? Yeah, I don't think they no. were necessarily coming for but, anyone. I definitely think they were being petty. But, but. <laughs> you have to, I understand that it was probably provoked by a question and it's a sensitive topic. But you are responsible for what you say, especially when you put it out on the internet. And after two years of hearing comments about how our show sucks and our storyline sucks and it's not the same and the constant comparisons when you're like, I'm trying to take this and and make it something new. That's the point. (laughs) I I understand how somebody could be like, you know what? I'm tired. I'm over the bullshit. I'm over the drama. And I'm going to tell you act like adults and i think i love holly marie combs i love i love all of them um i love all the girls that do the new charmed i think they're incredibly talented Mm -hmm. however if the ogs need to really pull a melissa joan hart right now and say melissa joan hart was not not only played sabrina but she was an executive producer on that show Mm -hmm. she was the she and her mother were that force to get the movie made to get the show made like they made that character what what it was and that's why sabrina the teenage witch continues to live on so when they said hey we're gonna redo um a new sabrina and it has nothing to do with you and you're not involved and melissa joan hart was like it's totally different so I wish you guys the best. Yeah, it was based on the comics and that sort of world, you know, like the spooky ooky Sabrina world. Like And ultimately Charmed was a pilot before Holly yeah. Marie Combs, Rose McGowan, Shannon Doherty, Alyssa Milano, before any of them yeah. were involved, somebody had already written this story. Yes, you made it what it was, but now let's make it something different. Mm-hmm. And I just And I love Sabrina. I'll never not love the original Sabrina. But Melissa Joan Hart was so, like, gracious about it. I did not go into the new one being like, I hate this. It's different. And you shouldn't because it is. No, the the complete opposite. I freaking, that's one thing I actually blew through. I loved the new. R.I.P. to that show, though. Yeah. Netflix has been canceling a lot of stuff. (laughs) Um, I think it's because Disney's buying everything. Disney's going to take over the world. I mean, hasn't it already? So speaking of Twitter beef, there was also, I don't want to call it Twitter beef, but it was some, somebody was being called out on Twitter. 
Um, are you familiar with the actor Nico Tordo Tortoella? I believe is how you pronounce his name. The guy from Younger. Yes, he plays Josh on Younger. He was in Scream Four. Um, he's been a judge on RuPaul's Drag yeah, Race. Yeah. Um, he seems like a lovely guy, and I'm gonna <laughs> preface the story with that. Lovely gowns. Um, so lovely gowns. <laughs> the gowns are lovely. <laughs> um, I believe is how you say it. So. So he recently did an interview <clears throat> with, I want to say Attitude Magazine. Um, yes, the November issue of Attitude. Mm-hmm. And um, I also want to correct myself. I believe, according to this article, Nico identifies as they, them. So they did an interview yeah. with... Um, Attitude Magazine in the UK, which is like a gay magazine. Um, they identify as with they, them, and they are in a queer polyamorous marriage mm-hmm. with a cisgender female. Um, and he, sorry, they said <clears throat> that there is still stigma around men gay or straight enjoying receptive anal sex and sexually fluid nico said i think that's a problem with the asshole in general and deeming certain body parts dirty or filthy i think there's a deep-rooted issue with the body in general whether you're male-bodied or female-bodied but i specifically I think specifically for men to be put in this subposition is not masculine. When anyone is who who's bottomed ever knows, you need to man the fuck up to get the job done. And the quote ended with there's nothing more masculine than bottoming. So on first read, people that maybe don't know the situation aren't in the queer community. Yeah. Um may take that one way i'm gonna jump off on this and say (laughs) you said i'm jumping right in um people were sort of dragging him on twitter and i 100 percent agree with the dragging somebody that is you can identify as queer and i will 100 percent respect your identity you can identify as gender neutral sexually fluid however you want to identify and if that's what you tell me your identity is i respect it However, I do think that it is this strange thing that we want to make a cisgendered white male who is in a polyamorous marriage with a cisgendered female um or assigned male at birth assigned female at birth um that we want to make them this like face of the queer community it's a really weird thing for me that we have have to question really quick yeah how does nico's partner identify i could not tell you i do not know her i know her name 
is Bethany. Okay. And I believe she's a photographer. Okay. Um, I think it's very strange that we want to make them the face of the queer community or that it sort of feels like he's championing, championing, okay. <laughs> he is. Championing. Yes, himself to be the face of the queer community. It feels like when white people want to say the N-word is what it feels like to me. Like you feel so left out and you not you need to, to constantly a, remind us. Like you have to find a way to be a part of the... Or somebody that is of mixed heritage that constantly has to remind you that they're of mixed heritage. It doesn't have to be your whole identity. You be you. And you don't have to justify your identity to someone else. So it's weird for me that you want to be this person out here doing, you know, I love that. That's great. Maybe let's shine a light on some transgender women of color who are being murdered every day and nothing is happening. Instead of uplifting a cisgender white man to tell us what we should think about the queer community. The second issue I have with it is there's nothing more masculine than being a bottom. I don't think the intent behind it was wrong, but I think that the delivery is wrong because it comes off like well, here's why bottoming... If bottoming is feminine, what's Mm -hmm. wrong with that? Yeah, and here's my issue with it is the fact that they identify as they, them, and non-binary, correct? I believe. So, why are you putting adjectives on terms that are deemed feminine and masculine when you're whole identity is about not being those things like it almost feels a little bit like conflicting like I don't know if I'm like explaining this the way that I'm like thinking it in my head or um I don't know he just seems like he's contradicting himself and like what he's saying and what he's advocating it feels like I think it's I understand what you're saying because you're like, if you think that you float somewhere on a spectrum that's not overly masculine or overly feminine, you identify with your gender somewhere in the middle, why are we equating activities with masculinity or femininity? Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's a fair point. I just, I, it feels like internalized homophobia where we constantly have to justify that. Like your actions. We constantly have to justify, like, okay, well, just because I do this doesn't mean I'm not mask. Yeah. What's wrong with being feminine? I think that we all, like, if you really want to be a part of the queer community and you want to, you know, uplift these voices, then maybe you should sit down and say, okay. Also. What's wrong with, if bottoming was feminine, what's wrong with that? Why is bottoming even an issue? Like, bruh, we got g-spots up in there like also i think it's weird <laughs> like, that like heteronormative people, like, people it, like whatever if you're in a i understand that you're in a polyamorous relationship marriage mm-hmm. but 
are you I'm like I just don't think that you are the person to speak on this and I don't think that you're the person to tell us that bottoming is masculine bro <laughs> like you don't have to justify it just say you like a dick up the ass right and keep it pushing because ultimately Fact. that's where we need to be headed Fact. we don't need to ju- to justify well men can like you know yeah i also i still feel like a man yeah i also don't understand like why it needs justification if like for one like your identity and your sexuality is like just yours to begin with and that is like a big issue around like fluidity and like equality in marriage and you know x y and z so it's just like it's supposed to be kind of like a live and let live sort of situation because like it's like your situation is your situation not anyone else's so like i just i hate when people just like shove themselves in it so much to where it's like i don't know they're just like making it all about them and so that's why i don't understand why he's like justifying so hardcore because it's like my dude, you are a famous man. And if you want to take a dick you know, in the butt, take a dick in the do butt. do it. Why are you telling everybody about it? Like, why is it that big of a deal? Why do you if feel you the wanna, need to defend yourself so much? If you want to destigmatize it, just say like, yeah, I think bottoming is rad and there's a G-spot up there. And I think that more right. men should do that. But... I don't know. I I just have a problem with it being like, oh, it's mask, bro. Yeah, I just have a problem with it being identified as an adjective that you're trying to, like, steer away from. I don't know. That, to me, like I said, it just feels contradicting. Like, you're out here trying to... You don't want to identify as a masculine man, but... But you're, like, But bottoming bottoming is masculine. It's... Why does it have to be anything? Why can't it just be a It was a stupid choice of words, and um, hopefully... They learn from this because, Mama, this is garbage. And, um, I I mean, I'm still going to support Hillary Duff. So, (laughs) I think that's what really matters here. Is Younger still on? Yes. Oh, wow. Um, I believe it's ending with the upcoming season, but I think it's season seven or eight, so. That's wild. But she's fucking busy. She's got Lizzie McGuire. Yeah. Another thing I started and never finished. <laughs> um, yeah. That's so my it's, it's I feel like it's been a week of Twitter. Twitter beef. Twitter news. Did you... Um, I like beef. Or no, it's I smell like beef. Oh, I love <laughs> Ava. Anybody that doesn't know Ava and her mom, Katie Ryan, look up their vines. So funny. Um, and I... Think that she still posts on Instagram. I smell like beef. Oh my god, I love her. <laughs> She's now probably like a teenager. I don't know, but I do know that a couple years ago she modeled for Marc Jacobs. That's the greatest thing I've ever heard. She's an icon. Mm-hmm. She's a star. She's a skinny legend. She's an icon. She is the moment. That was a Wendy Williams reference. If anybody didn't know, catch up on your meme culture. <laughs> um... But yeah, so are you registered to vote? Me? Yeah. Oh. 
Honey, we know it. Um, you know it. I know it. So the I neighbors hope, know it. I hope everyone is registered to vote. Registered to vote. Um, I think it's over now. Oh. Well, in our state, yes. Is it, I think it's is over it everywhere? everywhere? Okay. Because um, the election's in like 20 days. So, Listen, I don't know how close they push it. I just know that it's... Um, I hope everyone votes, because that's also yeah. something that's been all over Twitter, is um, politics. Vote blue no matter who at this point. Um, guys, I can't do four more years, so... And I don't think that queer people like Nico or women of color like Sarah Jeffries can do four more years. And, you know, maybe lovely brown-eyed, brown-haired white women like Holly Marie Combs can do four more years. Although I'm I'm very positive she's not a Trump supporter. Um, but it's important to vote. Please don't vote Kanye. Um... Yeah, please take your voting seriously. I know it probably sounds so annoying, like, hearing it all the time and feeling like it's, like, such an old person thing to say, but voting is so important, and, like, we literally are born, if you're born in this country, like, you have that right, like, or unless you're a convicted felon, which... Even if you're not born in this country, um, I believe so. But so, well, I just don't know how it is. If you have the right to vote, to, yeah, let's let's say that if you have the right to vote, because in the U.S. we have a lot of weird random loopholes, so I don't want to say it as a large generalization, like because you know you may have dual citizenship or you may have live in the, Florida. Yeah, you may have the capabilities to vote here, even though you weren't born here. I think I just meant more of like how they try to take undocumented. Um, if you're registered to vote, make sure you go vote. Yes, please. It's coming so soon. Um, It's very nerve-wracking. We need you guys to vote. Literally, the future of this country depends on it. I mean... Also, like, look up the stuff in your local is so important. Very, very important. Even if you don't want to align yourself with a party. For sure. I get that that's, like, a big stigma, too. The biggest thing... Ballotpedia. I don't know if you guys are on this tip. Um, Ballotpedia, Google it, B-A-L-L-O-T-P-E-D-I-A, all one word. It'll take you to this website. You put in your local municipality. Yeah. And it will tell you the issues. It will tell you who's running, what's going on, what you're voting on, what the issues are. Yeah, it's really, really important. And I, like, I'll plug this any chance I get because, like, you know, public school teaching, like, our country is ran so poorly when it comes to education and the fact that education is all test-based and all the funding comes from tests. And it's just, it's a very keep the poor poor and the rich rich like situation. And it's really unfortunate because a lot of people don't understand that and a lot of people don't understand the fact that like people can't just Well, they can't just decide their fate, like, when they get older, because they're like, well, I worked hard, and I think everyone else should work hard, too. Yeah, I think that's great. I think everyone should have a hard work ethic, but you can't, you can't just, like, 
deem all these people like horrible people because of like where they come from or the fact that they didn't get a good education because of it. It's like it's that is not their fault inherently from the beginning. Like education is very unequal and I hate it and the fact that it is by, you know, taxes and you know, the higher your property taxes, the better your schools are going to be as far as resources go. So just please vote people in that care about other people. That's all I... Research your candidates. Yeah. Research your issues. Um, like I said, Ballotpedia is a great resource. Everything should not be about money. Um, just see what... And also, if your candidates are local, talk to them. Engage with them. They want that. Um, they really do. It makes they, them feel like a celebrity. Well, they <laughs> represent you. For sure. So you need to make sure that you are empowering people that represent your ideas and your beliefs in your and you community. need to hold them accountable too because that's part especially local it's so much easier to keep your local representatives like um accountable for the things that they say that they're going to do because they are supposed to keep you up on the issues and things like that so yeah and you know what here's my other plug i always do if you got the time please Venmo me. <laughs> I was gonna say it's like at J T M I L A M. I was gonna say like if you have the time, like give your time to other people. You know, like volunteer somewhere. Like, Mama, who is volunteering this COVID? And some, but some areas still need the help. So you donate your money and vote good people. Mask up. Put some gloves on. Don't call me mask. I'm feminine and that's okay. <laughs> Very triggering. And that's on period too. But yeah, I don't know. Do something. Just do better, be better. Do something. If Help that's others. not... Isn't that a charitable organization? What? Do something. I don't know. I think it is. But you know, Audrey Hepburn, my girl, and she always said, we were given two hands, one for ourselves, one for another. One finger for your butt and one finger for theirs. <laughs> and on that note, I think that's it. I that's think we're done. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Fab. For more Fab episodes, be sure to subscribe. And of course, rate the podcast five stars because what else would you do?